0: all right good morning how's everybody doing you good god is good this mic is good all right i'm gonna try this out see if it works it works as long as the earth endures people will be here right you know wooden structures may fall stone pillars may crumble but people their souls last forever. And so what we want to do this month as we focus on this heroic theme, as we focus on tools for men, is we want to be about building people. We want to be about building men, give you practical tools. And in the middle of this, you know, three-week series called Heroic, where Greg unpacked the king pillar, because there's four pillars of a man's heart, a biblical manhood. And this morning, get to unpack the warrior pillar of a man's heart. I want you guys to know that following this series, Josh is going to do a series um, from the book of Ruth, because as you know, there are many heroic women of faith in the Bible. There are many heroic women of faith right now surrounding us, as I've been surrounded by my grandma, my mom, my wife, beautiful women of faith. But this, this month, we're really focusing on men. In fact, yesterday, any of you men who got to go to the Dude Dukeathlon, it was a lot of fun. Uh, at, at, the, at the Carters Farm and just um, a really neat, neat day. And also Dan Newsom's the men thing with, with, the, with the sons that he did at his house. And just different ministries are starting to develop. to really bless men in this church intentionally. And so, thank, so thankful for what Home Point is doing to be a part of that. But this morning, I get to talk to you about the warrior pillar, the warrior pillar of a man's heart. And I'm actually kind of excited about that. But I do want to say this, before I get started in unpacking the warrior pillar, I did want to do kind of a quick summary of the four pillars of a man's heart, okay? Because there's a king, there's a warrior, there's a mentor, there's a friend inside the man's heart, these really biblical pillars of manhood that we need to have. And so, Greg talked about a man of vision and character, a king, And so one of the things we got to think about with these pillars, they have to stay in balance because at different times it's easy for these pillars inside of our heart to get out of balance. And so a king provides and he can lean out of balance in the way of an abdicator or even a tyrant. Abdicator, somebody who doesn't want the responsibility, shirks the responsibility, does not accept it. And then you guys know what a tyrant, a dictator really is. A four-pillared man is a man of strength and power, a warrior. A warrior protects and can lean out of balance in the way of a coward or a brute, okay? A coward or a brute. And I want you to think about this morning as a man, as we go through these pillars, you know, where are you and in which way can you lean sometimes out of balance? Just having a self-awareness. There's a big difference between self-awareness and condemnation. A four-pillared man is a man of faith and wisdom, a mentor. A mentor teaches and can lean out of balance in the way of ignorance, or in the book it says a dunce, or a know-it-all. You can become puffed up with knowledge, you can become arrogant without even realizing it, but it's so important that you are a mentor to somebody and that you are mentored by somebody else. I think that's a vital part of our society that's gotta stay in place, in which way that pillar can lean. And last but not least, a four-pillared man is a man of heart and love, a friend. And a friend connects and can lean out of balance in the way of a loner or even a smotherer. (laughs) And so the thing to think about this morning as we talk about these pillars, and specifically the warrior pillar of a man's heart, is to recognize these pillars were displayed beautifully in the life of Jesus Christ. He kept these pillars in balance. He embraced the king, the warrior, the mentor, the friend, but he also knew how to keep them in balance. There's some scriptures in the Bible that talk specifically to men. As you see, David's final instructions of Solomon as the time of King David's death approached. He gave this charge to his son. I'm going where everyone on earth must someday go. Take courage and be a man. Observe the requirements of the Lord your God and follow all his ways. Paul's final instructions, 1 Corinthians, be on the alert, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong, let all that you do be done in love. The reality, if we're to be like men and act like men and kind of look what the Bible has to say about that, and even specifically in this this series, it's not always easy to balance those pillars of a man's heart. Number one, you do have to embrace them. You know, desire to be the king, the warrior, the mentor, the friend. But the particular situations we confront every day, which do they require? The king, the warrior, the mentor, the friend. So some examples, does my wife need the faithful friend in me right now more than she needs the leader king, right? The different situations you face every day. Does my daughter's dating relationship need a bit of the warrior in me to weigh in at this point? You know what I'm talking about? You know, or does she just need a careful conversation with the mentor? Which pillar should bear the weight just now? Which of my masculine functions need to seize the moment for my family's good? And which needs to take a back seat at the moment? It's not always easy doing that. And I get out of balance sometimes in different ways. I'm being the warrior when they really just need the friend but you need to be led by the Holy Spirit as a man of God, a man who's trying to function through these four pillars in a man's heart. I like a lot of different movies, but for some reason, I mean, since I was young, even till now, there's certain movies just really grab me in a way. And please don't judge me, but it's fine if you do. It's part of this gig. Um, Some of the movies I love, I love The Patriot. Love that movie. I love Braveheart. I love Gladiator. I love The Last Samurai. I love The Last of the Mohicans. Now, there's a common theme throughout those movies, besides violence. (laughs) And it's this. (laughs) When I watch those movies, these men, these people and women are fighting for something bigger than themselves. There's this self-sacrificial theme going on. Because a man of strength and power This is a warrior with a a charge to protect those important to him in a self-sacrificing way. I love watching something, sometimes loosely based on a true story, where men are willing to fight and die for something bigger than themselves. There's this warrior spirit that rises up within them when they see the need to protect those closest to them, protect the truth, protect justice, and they're willing to die for something bigger than themselves. And yes, at certain ages in my families. I have my boys watch these movies with me and some of the war movies just to appreciate what people have gone through, but I want to talk about this idea, part of being a man of God is willing to sacrifice yourself for something bigger than you. Fight for a cause that's bigger than you, because it's never just about us. I'm one of those people, I can be very protective of my boys, just like any parent, right? But I also want my boys to be challenged. I don't always like it, but I want them to go through some hard things. I do not want them to be soft men in a culture that is very emasculating to men a lot of the times. We've gotta be willing to embrace what God has called us to be as men and to be the men of God that God has called us to be, right? But I also want them to be a tender warrior, somebody who's willing to be self-sacrificial in everything that they do. A warrior is not a coward. True warriors face off with evil. Again, I love that about those movies. True warriors protect even at the cost of their own lives, like Jesus. Right? So we look at Abraham, took 318 people of his own household, pursued four armies and four kings, divided his forces, took them in the night, conquered them, brought back the hostages. Abraham wasn't afraid to face off with evil. Joshua took a lot of green troops, a lot of green warriors of fortified cities, fought battles. God promised him, told him to go conquer. He believed he did, told him to be strong and courageous, not be afraid, because God, God was with him, and he did it. Caleb, 85 years old, wasn't just going to be sitting in a deck chair drinking and sure. He pleaded with God to let him drive out some enemies from this rough hill country And he did it. Nehemiah sent all these men to rebuild the wall around Jerusalem. And as they're rebuilding the wall with people trying to attack them, in one hand they have tools, in one hand they have a sword. He was not afraid to face off with the evil that was coming at him. Stephen went toe-to-toe with the whole ruling body of Israel and really kind of attacked their cherished history to a certain degree. Pointed out to them that they killed the Christ And then had the courage to talk about this vision he was seeing of Jesus at the right hand of God and was the first Christian martyr was killed for it. He wasn't afraid to face off with the evil. And then David, when he was taking those cheese sandwiches to his brothers, there's a couple things that he knew. He knew that he loved God and God loved him and he knew that God had a plan and a heart for his people. How else could he run towards that giant In the name of the Lord, he wasn't afraid to face off with evil. There's something that's got to rise up within us as men sometimes if we're going to protect what is valuable, what is true. And we cannot be a coward and sit idly by and watch things happen in this very politically correct world. But... I'm not saying this morning to, to, to be a true warrior as a man that you have to bench press 300 pounds. I'm not saying to be a true warrior that you got to grow your beard and, and hunt in the fall and get your trophy buck. Hey, it's great if you do that. It's a lot of fun. That's not what I'm talking about this morning. I'm talking about more holistically the heart and soul of who you are as a man. And there's a time when the warrior pillar of the man heart has, has to rise up. And you got to be willing... To face off with the enemy because he is in you is greater than he is in this world. And that, and you will not be as intimidated by the enemy if you're becoming more and more fascinated with Jesus Christ as a warrior for God. I'm not Chuck Norris. I'm not Jim Ecker. Let me tell you a little story. <laughs> I have four boys and I want to raise them up to be warriors for Christ. So the other day um. I'm telling a story of myself. The other day, I'm going to watch one of my sons finish his football practice, and and um, and so then at some point, you have to drive over to the parking lot where he's actually going to walk out of the locker room and you pick him up. When I go to that parking lot, I'm starting to kind of jam my music. If you know me, I like to sing, I like to worship, kind of eclectic in what I like to listen to, but this particular day, I was in the mood for the king. I was in the mood for Elvis, and so... Me and Spotify, were jamming Elvis. I pull in the parking lot, I'm the only one there. And then one of my favorite songs I like to sing along with by Elvis comes on, and you guys may know, it's now or never. You know that song? All right. So I'm singing it. Don't worry, I'm not going to keep singing. I'm I'm singing that song, and if you know anything about that song, and if you don't, your life just isn't fulfilled as mine. But... (laughs) At the end of that song, he kind of crescendos, gets soft, you know, and then he builds up to this crescendo and said, it's now or never, and he he belts out, my love won't wait. So I'm into the song. At this point, my eyes are closed, and when he gets to that point, I want to hit the note Elvis and I are having a duet, and I want to hit that note and say, my love won't wait. I raise my fist as I sing it, almost like this, bringing it down, and then when I open my eyes, I'm not alone in that parking lot anymore. (laughs) And I look up and catch the eyes of a dad looking at me in this four-by-four four, four-door truck. But I'm still a warrior. <laughs> so this isn't as much about how manly, masculine you are, although that's, that's a part of who we are as men, and I have no problem embracing that. But this warrior pillar of a man's heart is much more about your, your, your spirit and kind of the battlefield of the mind, the heart and soul of who you are as a man, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. As uh, Mr. Carter read this verse earlier, we we're not in a battle against flesh and blood, though we waste so many times in battles with people. It's, it's really, there's a spiritual warfare battle that we're in, but, but the war we wage, it's not as the world does. And so when you think about this Holy Spirit that you have inside of you as a man, because it's not easy to be a woman, it's not easy to be a man, in this culture if you're a Christian, but there's something within you that's so much bigger and better. But we are in a battle, we do need to recognize the war that we're in. The characteristic of the true warrior though, it's (laughs) self-denial. The more you look at a warrior, if he's gonna be a true warrior and be like Jesus Christ, self-sacrificing, self-denial come about. So a warrior is a man of strength and power, and I wanted to read these verses to you. When I think of strength and power, this is what I think of. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. As warriors, we've been given orders by God to grow deeper in our relationship with Jesus Christ. To get a deeper revelation of his love for us, to lead with love, to always love big as Christian men, as warriors, as tender warriors. But we need to have deeper revelation of this power, the strength that we have through Jesus Christ. We've been given orders to love our our wives well, men. Love our wisest Christ for the church, 100 percent servanthood. it's easy to love when you're getting what you want in return, right? That's not what Jesus called us to. We've been given orders to love our children in a way that they grow up and want to listen to the Lord and follow Him. We've been given orders to use our gifts and our resources for the local church. I mean, we've been given these orders, and we're never to leave our post as spiritual leaders. There's five key principles to the heart of a warrior. The warrior and a man is under authority. I'm going to read a little bit to you. A warrior who's not under authority is a renegade, a pirate, a mercenary. You'll do anything to win for yourself. As with the king and a man, the way up for the warrior is the way down. Getting under, serving, sacrificing. Jesus emptying himself, taking on the very nature of a servant and humbled himself. By becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. So the warrior and a man is under authority. The warrior and a man remains on call. <laughs> David left his post and he went AWOL. He should have been at war with the troops. He should have been leading instead of moping around the palace. When he should have been focused, he was mentally lazy. And when he should have been in a disciplined mindset, he was self-indulgent. He commits adultery. She gets pregnant. He calls in Uriah, who's a man who would never leave his post, who constantly remained on call, and David killed him for it. The warrior and a man willingly sacrifices. Where did we ever get the idea that there is no price to be paid to be a man of God? We live in a day of self-preservation, self-concern, self-improvement, self-serving, and really just self-interest, yet I'm supposed to love my wife as Christ loved the church. And the reality is we get to sacrifice. As I've told you before, I remember one time just feeling overcome with emotion towards my dad and telling thank you for all the sacrifices you did for me, just naming them. He said, son, I loved it. When you love to do something, he said, it's not a sacrifice. This is something we get to do the warrior and a man must sometimes say and do the hard thing. While warriors are never brutes, neither do they shrink from battle. It's possible to speak the truth in love whether it's received well or not. We can be appropriately honest, truthful and not ugly, firm, not antagonistic. We can be persistent, not discourteous. And I realize we have to be spirit-led in what we choose to confront, as a warrior in Christ, and we live in this world that's very politically correct, and I think it's important at different times when the Spirit leads us to confront tough issues to talk about, and it's okay to celebrate and not be ashamed of the fact for issues such as God's covenant of marriages between a man and a woman, and none of us should have the arrogance to try to redefine His covenants. You know, we ought to be able to approach hard discussions like racism and hatred and those kind of things. As new creations in Christ, with our brothers and sisters in Christ, there's times where we need to hold each other accountable because a true family holds each other accountable and is willing to have the hard discussions with people. If you really love somebody well, you're gonna talk to them. But a lot of times we love ourselves more than we love people and we avoid things. We don't wanna rock the boat, you know? but a warrior sometimes has to do and say the hard things. And if you're a leader, that's the reality. Not everybody is always going to like you and what you say and what you do. That's part of it. That's part of the sacrifice. And it's easy to sit back and be a backseat driver and critique everybody. But sometimes you have to do and say the hard things and face the issues, have the hard conversations. Last but not least... The warrior in a man demonstrates a heart of mercy. While the warrior in a man is prepared to take his post, take a stand, and contend courageously and sacrificially, he must also know when to sheath his sword and show mercy. And this is what Jesus did during the greatest battle of his life when he could have called legions of angels. He held the sword, he chose mercy. When he healed the servant's ear, when he said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they do, mercy. I don't know where you are as a warrior for Christ, as a man. I don't know if you're battle weary. I don't know if you're in the midst of a really intense battle right now. And these things that we've given you, these, these five key principles to the heart of a warrior, and, and where is your warrior pillar in your heart right now? And is it going out of balance one way or the other? And as Greg mentioned last week, it's never too late to start, it's never too late to become the warrior for Christ, and that could even come in the form of taking him on in baptism today, or just really truly rededicating your life, your heart as a man, possibly as a husband, a father, a grandpa, whether you're single, wherever you wherever you are, there's a time where God calls for that warrior to come out, and I believe we need it in this society more than ever, and I, I'm, I'm challenged to to be careful with how I use social media because there's so many things I want to speak out about. But we have to be spirit-led as a warrior too. We have to be a tender warrior and we have to show mercy and we have to lead with love as warriors for Jesus Christ. And I want to encourage you men, the beauty of it is in the body of Christ, we do not have to do this alone. We as men can fight this battle together. And again, remember we fight from victory, not for victory but we get to do this battle together we get to be warriors for christ together and our wives are depending upon us to do that as we lead really spiritually together but men you are the spiritual leader in the home and you carry a different weight of responsibility so i want to encourage you guys be warriors that warrior mentality, that warrior spirit, let it rise up within you and decide how that looks for you and your family, your situation. We're not to be cowards. We're supposed to face off with evil and be confident in who we are in Jesus Christ as we were challenged to yesterday to confidently lead our families and not be ashamed of that and don't apologize for it. Let me pray. Father God, I'm thankful that you're even called a warrior. I'm thankful, Jesus Christ, that you were a true warrior. And the beauty of who you were as a warrior, we saw in your self-sacrifice, we saw in your self-denial. God, help us in this world as we navigate through so much that's about self and what's best for us and what we want, what we desire to be self-sacrificial, to stand up for what is true, what is right, and to demonstrate a heart of mercy in the process. Help us not to be afraid to embrace the masculinity as men that you've given us and give us wisdom when we're supposed to display the king, the warrior, the mentor, and the friend. And God, I thank you for the fellow warriors, my brothers and sisters in Christ in this congregation, that we get to fight this battle together with great expectation, great hope, because of the battle that you've already won, won, Jesus Christ. And so I pray that we're encouraged this morning and that we go out in this world confidently, not ashamed, and to really speak truth and love and not be afraid to stand up for what we believe in. I love you, Jesus, and I thank you for your example that we continue to learn about more and more and more. And I pray that people see much of you, Jesus, inside of us and through us and everything we do. It's in the name of Jesus I pray. Amen. We're just about to have, we're about to stand up and sing a song, but we're going to ask some elders about, if you need prayers for anything, if you need to take Jesus Christ on a baptism, if you need to rise up and be the warrior that God's called you to be as men, and if you need to talk to somebody throughout this week, we are here for you. Stand and let's sing.